We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Chiefs Kingdom, what is up, baby? Welcome back to One on One, a KC Sports Network podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike DeVito, here with Big Jeff Allen, Super Bowl champion, Chiefs all-star, and we are here to bring you all things Chiefs football from a player's perspective. Boy, did we get a win last week, and it was the perfect timing, and we'll get into that in this segment. But before we do, Big Jeff, Cookie Society, you know, yes. right in the middle of October, we talked about what, what was our staple this month? Remind me again. The, Man, we, the, we had the Twix, the Pumpkin Doodle, oh, the, the Maple Pop-Tart. October was fun. But we're getting to our bread and butter with November and December right around the corner. We got Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's the holidays. It's time to get fat. You know? well, yeah, <laughs> it's time what to get fat. What goes on to that, Jeff? What, what are you Listen, guys doing? This is a one-on-one exclusive. No one knows the menu until it's released on the first. But I'm going to give you an exclusive. I love we it. have German chocolate cake, a German mm. chocolate cake cookie coming. We have an <laughs> apple pie cookie making an appearance oh. again. I feel like I've had that. Before. Yeah, you have. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. A sweet potato pie cookie. Cultural cultural thing. It's mm-hmm. the flip of the pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then we have the Texas toffee. And these cookies are unbelievable. I can't wait for November to come so you guys can try. Visit cookiesociety.com. Check it out. Social Man. media, everything. Get the merch. Get yeah, all yeah. the candles. Big Last week to order October, by the way. Okay, last week. Get it in by Wednesday. What's that? Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, let me ask you, Big Jeff, Halloween's coming, trick-or-treating. People come knocking at, at the Allen house. Are they getting any cookies for uh, Halloween? Are you going to keep it? Uh, keep it uh, we, give, we give cookies, and we give king-size candy bars. We are that. Ooh, We're the favorite right. house in the neighborhood. So <laughs> we do it the right way. There will be no TP in our house, no egg in it. Oh, that's the right. Allens do it Can't the right way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Check them out, cookiesociety.com. Thank you always. To our sponsors. All right, Big Jeff, we had that tough loss with the Bills. Yeah. You and I discussed, and everybody on KCSN just discussed how those games are going to be difficult, that you got mm-hmm. the top the top two teams in the NFL, and yeah. by far, by far the top two teams. I think both of us had reiterated the point that we weren't worried going out of that week. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, everybody saw that game going either way. Um, obviously, a team we're going to see in the future in the playoffs. 
But always after a loss, you want to see how a team responds, how a team bounces back. You know, as former players, it's even with a game like that, um, it's still negative momentum. And that's yeah. that is the disease that can plague the locker room, that can plague everything. So you want to cut that out, get it out of there. And boy, did we get it right this week and right at the perfect time. Because I yes. know I've harped on this a ton. And Big Jeff, you know this. You do not want to go into the bye week off a loss, especially no. two losses in a row going to the bye week. Again, because of that mental game, one of the beautiful things about football is you can turn around and get it right. And but with the bye week, you got a week, two weeks, obviously. And so you don't, you do not want that. That is a no. killer for any team. Uh, so we got this right. Big Jeff, man, talk to me about this offense because this is reminiscent. I don't know. I don't know if we've seen anything like this this year. This is reminiscent of. You know, the Chiefs, Mahomes, Andy Reid, when they're really firing on their humming. Let me see. Talk to me, brother. What happened? Yeah, it, it was really exciting to see it. I, one, they had a spectacular game plan, yeah. particularly with Bosa because he can wreck a game. So right. they did a good job of keeping him on his toes, running jet sweeps, screens, screens all these different all this different action and misdirection in the backfield, smoke and mirrors, yeah, that's what I like to call it. So yeah. he wasn't really comfortable. He he, he talked talked about it um this week. Um he said, you know, they got me. <laughs> They had a great game plan. I really didn't know what was going on, and that's a testament yeah. to this coaching staff. Um, it was good to see the explosive plays, man. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing a bit bits and pieces of it throughout the year, but it, it really looked like everyone was on the same page. I mean, we almost had three guys over 100 yards. Kelsey was at 98. He dropped the freaking screen, Kelsey. You're trying to break records, man. Don't drop that, man. Come on. Let's go, man. I got to give you a hard time. Yeah. But MVS had some bombs, man. He's beating guys deep. And it mm-hmm. looks like Juju and, and, and Pat have that same connection that Kelsey – and Pat have like this guy yeah. always finds a way to get open, That's makes scary. contested catches, um, and he's really dependable. And it was good to see him in the open field, you know, take off and, and make a big play. So I'm excited for this offense. And I, and it was good to see the running backs running hard. Like every single one of those guys were running extremely hard. You can right. see how competitive it is in that room. The rookie got the start. I call him Pistachio. Pistachio. Um, you know, because I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> I have to look at my notes. I'm like, I don't trust myself. Uh, Pacheco. Uh, but it's Pacheco, man. Yeah, you know, I said it's a cross between like a wine and a meat. <laughs> um, but Pacheco, he, he got the star. He runs extremely hard, like mm. like he's angry. And, and I love to see that passion. But all the guys play really hard offensively. The offensive right. line, I can't forget. They were the stars of the game. I know we talked Talk about to me, brother. Talk the skill guys, but. They, they've been getting some criticism lately, especially on the edge between the tackles, but they freaking stepped up. And, and it was not only a great game plan, but they they were part of that game plan. They executed, and, and they did their job at a high level. And, and when they do that, when the offensive line goes, Pat talked about it, when they go, we go. And, and right. that's when you see 44-point games and, and blowouts. Right. We hit lit up one sack, I believe, and then we yeah. had well over 100 yards rushing. And in Pat Mahomes' Andy Reid run offense – over 100 yards rushing is all you need to yeah. open up everything else, mm-hmm. right? Everything else opens wide up if you're pushing the ball well enough to get three or four yards of carry and forcing defense to be honest. Uh, and we saw that. I mean, they just well, they couldn't it, stop. It, it opened up the RPO game, the play right. action. Um, even in the, the third and mediums, you have to respect the run now. Right. And Pat was back there baking cakes, man. He was just right, he had everything in front of him. There, there was nothing to worry about, and it was just easy pitch and catch all day. Right. Screens, draws, run game, slows down the rush, yeah. keeps guys on their toes. And and that's the key. When whenever and coming from a defender who's played against some difficult quarterbacks, when you're playing against guys like that, the, the one of the, the first things you want to do well, there's two things. 
you want to make them one dimensional. You don't you don't want to make you don't want it to be a guessing game. You're right. Yeah. Let's let's make it a game where we can just get off the football 100 miles an hour and rush them. And then two rush the passer with four. Yeah. You can do those two things against a good quarterback. You're in good shape. Obviously, Mahomes and them were able to get that neutralized. They were they were good to go against a good front, a good defense. You were right, yep. number one defense, number one defense in the NFL. But but, but you guess who guess who showed up though? Who's Our that? defense did what everyone thought the 49ers defense was going to do. Right, they got after Garoppolo. They were rushing floor. Right, Frank Clark had his best game of the year. Um, right, Chris Jones did his thing. Karlofkis was getting pressure. It was collective group effort up front, and they did their thing. What, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I thought they looked awesome. I think, um, you know, one thing, and I don't want to be a pessimist. Trust me, I this defense is fantastic. And uh, I, I'm just, maybe it's the old school in me, but, and maybe the game has changed so much and I'm still sort of entrenched in what it was like when we were there, Jeff. But you know the you know that Mahomes, the Chiefs, are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. What I remember going into the playoffs was you really wanted to have an all-weather football team which meant you wanted to be able to run the football and you wanted to be able to stop the run. Yes. And it was especially in the playoffs because you never know what the weather's going to be like. You never know what you're going to get. So you've got to be prepared to stop the run and run the football. And there's just a couple little instances. And maybe it's because we, you know, again, we have Pat Mahomes, we're way ahead. We, you know, we know these different things, but there's some runs that squeak out here and there. Maybe some techniques aren't perfect all the time. And again, I never played on a team like that, Jeff. So I don't know if my mindset would be different knowing that I'm at Holmes and it's such an explosive offense and that ultimately who gives a shit about. I mean, yeah. like, you know, so I just worry not anytime soon, but just down the road when you get into that playoff football, you know, you just hope Spags and those guys, hey, everything's looking great, kicking ass. Let's just make sure, just tighten up a little bit on this run yeah. so that this isn't something that plagues us down the road. And we saw last year the 180 degree that they did over a week where it was like they were the worst run defense in the world, and then all of a sudden they were shutting everybody down and the techniques were perfect. Um, so they have it. They're, they're capable of doing it. It's not yeah. anything to worry about. I think it's just something to note to just say, hey, let's get this taken care of. But outside of that, I mean, uh, they look – I mean, they, they look spectacular. And I wanted to ask you um, two things. We lose to the Bills. We're, we're going into this game. Two things I heard last week, and sometimes you hear, you know, these kind of things, and everybody's uh, apt to overreact after a loss. But you saw that Kels made cap space re, re, renegotiating his contract. Yeah. The positions people were talking about adding was a rusher and a wide receiver. Yes. After this game, do you see any need for either of those things? Um, I, I don't necessarily, I don't but, but I would always take another pass rusher. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I believe in Pat enough that he's going to make any guy look good. Um, right. obviously need some talent over there, but, um, I think defensively it would always be good to have a pass rusher, especially right. someone that can close out the game. So I'm always looking to add to that room, but I don't think we necessarily need it right now. Hey, sorry to interrupt today's podcast, but I have to tell you about Liquid Death. And if you've been listening to us and our podcast here, you know already that there is a kind of strange looking water brand out there. Looks like some tall boys of beer in that bottled water section. You can find it at your Walmart, your Target. You're walking through there. You see cases of this weird looking canned water. You're like, what is going on here? You can't help but check it out. Uh, 
but it might look like beer. I know they got the white cans, the gold tops to so kind of look a little bit like Miller Lite, uh, but you get up close to it, you see this rad looking can. There's a skull like melting off of it. Pretty gnarly, and it makes you feel cool when you crack open one of those tall boys in maybe your 9 a.m. meeting with your coworkers and like, hey, cracking open a beer? Nope, just a, a, a canned bottled water. I mean, you can't even call it bottled water. Canned water, fresh mountain spring water from the Alps. It's available in three ways. That's still that sparkling and flavored sparkling water as well with three different flavors of that sparkling water. It's called Liquid Death. Why is it called Liquid Death? Well, they're brutally murdering your thirst, and in the process, they're trying to brutally murder plastic pollution as well. Listen, I hate plastic pollution. I know you hate plastic pollution. Got to save the turtles. Got to get these infinitely recyclable Tallboy aluminum cans. Uh, that's what you can do with the with these uh, Liquid Death cans. You recycle them. They use them again to make more Liquid Death cans. Um, it's it's a genius process. Not only are they doing their best with recycling, reduce, reuse, recycle, you know, everything that we learned in elementary school, but they're also donating 10% of the profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Uh, great cause there. You can feel good while looking cool with your Liquid Death. Listen, I love Liquid Death. I drink all three of their flavors. The berry one is my favorite. The lime one is also phenomenal. And the mango one's not bad either. I'm not a huge mango-flavored guy, but I really like the mango flavor uh, that they have at Liquid Death. It's in a really cool, like, all-gold can, too. So they got all-gold, all, um, all, all green for the lime, because that's the colors of limes, and a silver can for the berry one. And I really enjoy Liquid Death. Uh, make sure you go out, give it a try. If you don't want to just try the still water, try the sparkling water. It's better than some of the other sparkling water uh, companies out there. Um, it, it is actually good sparkling water. So you can trust me. And here's what you got to do. Go get Liquid Death at your local Target, Walmart, or 7-Eleven. Or you can find a Liquid Death retailer near you with their store locator tool at liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. That's liquiddeath.com slash KCSN. Okay. So... I don't know when is the deadline. It's coming up, right? I mean, it's, you, it's, you, com it's coming up pretty soon. The trade deadline. Um, honestly, I think the move was more geared toward not a trade, but more. I think they're thinking Odell. That's me personally. I don't know anything in the building or anything like that. Right, right. But just knowing the way Veach operates, he's looking to add another weapon offensively right now. And, right. and I think the best weapon on the street right now is Odell, and he can get him at a fair price, and it'll make sense numbers wise. Right. Um, trade. I don't know how much collateral they're willing to give up right now. Right. Right. And there's no reason to. I mean, that's you said. Th those positions are still high level positions. Like, it's not something you look at this roster and say, "Oh, that's a weak point." You know, yeah. in either of those positions, it's like, okay, can we add a cherry on top? And, the and great thing about OBJ is, if you do bring him in and he's not himself or whatever, coming back from the injury, other guys, okay, no harm, no foul. You know, you still got the plenty of guys. And I think defensively. Um, Carl Ofkis, he's he has the most pressures for a rookie. Yeah. And he's going to figure this thing out. He's going to turn that corner where those pressures convert to sacks. You're going to start seeing those numbers. Um, but those pressures count too. He's affecting, he's affecting the quarterback. He's making that tackle, you know, fill him. He's thinking about <laughs> having to do his job at a high level. So he, he's, he's impactful. He's just not putting up the numbers yet. So that well, gets lost in the fold. I, again, he has a lot of fast – productive guys around him. We got Frank yeah. Clark and Chris Jones. I remember, like I've said a million times on this show, coming over from New York, I had Poe, um, Justin Houston, Tom Bahali, oh, Derek Johnson, Eric Berry. I, 
I wasn't making any play. I mean, it just ain't happening. Yeah, no I mean, plays to be made. There's no, yeah, there's only so many plays in the game. Uh, but Karlofkis, you know, I heard people was calling for his head last week. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, bossed and this, that, and the other. Talk about the pressures from an offensive line perspective. Because are you, when you see a guy who has, you know, however many double-digit pressures versus a guy who has, you know, more sacks, are you treating them any differently, or is it the same sort of? You're, hey, you're not. You're, you're not treating them any any differently. But I would say someone with more pressures would worry you more than someone with sacks. If a, if a guy, you know, you're week seven right now. If a guy has six sacks, but his pressure rate is like three percent, he just got really lucky. That, like, like he just got lucky. It doesn't matter. He's not really a good player. He's just a lucky player. But Jeff, if a guy Jeff. is constantly kicking ass, you're like, oh, he's a problem. Okay, say it one more time. Hey, and I want our producers to cut this and put this up on social media. Say it one more. An offensive line perspective, you've got yeah. a guy who doesn't have as many sex but is getting a ton of pressures. You're he's, focusing on that guy. You're focusing on that guy. He's more impactful. He is creating disruption. He's pushing the pocket. He is um, getting his hands up and batting the ball down. He is affecting the quarterback mentally. You know, mm-hmm. now the quarterback's thinking about footsteps and he's chasing ghosts. And he may not get there, but the quarterback might throw it a half a second sooner because he's he's afraid he's going to get there, and that throws off the timing as opposed mm-hmm. to a guy that just trips into a sack that isn't very productive besides that number. Um, but so throughout the game, you shouldn't worry about him. Throughout the game, <laughs> he just he just ran up the field at 12 yards, and, you know, the quarterback fell down and he touched him, like that type of guy. Those guys yeah. exist in this league. And we all know who they are. I'm not going to call them out. But there's guys. <laughs> I got a couple like that. <laughs> there's guys like um, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I played with you, Davion Clowney. He never yeah. had the huge sack numbers, but he was one of the most feared, and he still is one of the most feared edge rushers in the NFL. So mm. um, it gets taken out of context when the sacks don't show up. They are important because they get you paid as a player, um, but it doesn't necessarily um, correlate to impact, in my opinion. There we go. So Chiefs Kingdom, listen up. From an offensive lineman who's been there, who knows it, Karlovkis is causing a lot of problems, and other teams have to account for him. They're, they're not ignoring him. This is somebody that might not have the sack numbers, but is being incredibly productive with the time he has on the field. And he's a rookie. Jeez, if I would have got put under yeah. this, this microscope as a rookie, yeah, I would have been gonna, out. He's going to be fine, man. Like he, yeah. he, Kid has the right mindset. He's a hard worker. He, he's going to play for a long time in this league, and he's going to turn that corner and get those sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not happening for him right now. He'll figure it out. He's got it, baby. All right, so we had, you know, all this great stuff going into bye week. Just talk about, like, what it feels like. We can transition out of this game now. What it's like for a player. You know, we're going on 12, 13 weeks straight going into this week. Yeah. Training camp, all the hard stuff that goes through training camp, the grind of the season. Now you're getting right about the middle point of the season. finally get a break. Uh, I just remember after this game, when when I was – and I, with Kansas City, too, we had the whole week off, right? So it's basically yeah. you had a meeting the next day, team meeting, and then you hit the road. And You're I just off. remember, oh, I remember going home, and it was just like the family's there. You know, you're you know watching college football. It's like you get one week of living life during the regular season, and it's just yeah. sort of a normal, everyday life. And I, Oh, I love. I used to love it. You have the same sort of experience. Yeah, it's a good break, and it it, it comes at the, it came at the perfect time. I mean, it's week seven, or it's mm-hmm. going to week eight. This is the perfect breakup in the seventeen week season, exactly. eighteen week season, seventeen game season. Um, coming off a win makes it even better, man. It would Beautiful. suck losing this game and then going into bye week. You're thinking about the loss the entire week. You're not enjoying your family and friends. Mm-hmm. You're not eating the good food that you want to eat. You're like, man, I suck. 
<laughs> you're watching the film still. So to get the win and dominate the way they did, that they did, they get to des- they get to enjoy this break. They deserve it, mm-hmm. and I'm happy for the guys. But a special shout out to Andy Reid because he's one of those coaches that gives you the itinerary for the year, and no matter how the season's going, you're going to get that full week because he respects your time and he treats you like a grown man. Um, and there's some organizations that don't don't do that. It's predicated on how the season's going. You may get a two to three day break. You don't get the full bye week. So um, shout out to Andy Reid. That's why guys love him. That's why guys win for him um, because he's that type of guy. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but I have to tell you about Trade Coffee. And if you've been listening to KCSN, you know that we love Trade Coffee. If you've been getting your coffee from the grocery store and drinking the same coffee every day, I think it's time for you to, to switch things up and it's time to try something even better with Trade Coffee. It's so easy to get fresh roast delivered to your doorstep from local roasters across the country with Trade Coffee. Trade Coffee is a coffee subscription service that makes it simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment required. That's the best part about Trade. And they partner with some of the nation's top-rated independent roasters to send you coffee they know you'll love. Fresh to your home, on your preferred schedule, and you get to support small businesses. I mean, I'm going to call that a win-win. I think that that's kind of a great cause. You get to support small businesses, get to have great coffee in the process without going out of your way. Double win. That's a win-win-win. And whether you already know what makes what, what you like in your coffee or you're trying to try new specialty coffees and you need some help trade makes it easy and convenient for you to discover new coffees they'll send you ground coffee or whole beans however you prefer it or uh, you can or however you make your coffee at home you can enjoy it with trade coffee they're very good of uh, accommodating to what you like and some of the equipment that you like i've been recently really enjoying cold brewing coffee so i get a uh, ground coarse ground scoop it into my cold brew and i'll put it overnight shake it up a little bit let it steep overnight and i've got me some cold brew coffee that's how i've been really liking to do it we've got a french press they even got k-cup pods that you can like you know the reusable ones they'll ground it up for that so they can do whatever you need them to do at uh, trade coffee and it's it's quite incredible and whether if you're a coffee aficionado like craig stout is or if you're looking to discover something new trade guarantees you'll love your first bag or they'll send you a new one for free can't get any better about that i think some of my favorite roasts that i've got from pts i've it's getting into the seasonal blends I, they got one that's apple cinnamon stop i really love uh seasonal blend coffees pumpkin uh, apple cinnamon peppermint all of those stuff i love seasonal flavors and they hit the nail on the head at pt's coffee um it's brewed, brewed right here roasted right here in kansas so i mean can't beat that at all. Here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do to upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee. Let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering listeners a total of $30 off your subscription plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash KCSN. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. That's drinktrade.com slash KCSN. I have to bring it up again, but I... I st- I still remember the old school rules. My first year in the NFL with the Jets, we we finished the year four and twelve, two thousand seven. So we didn't have any of the new rules in place. Yeah, we were dreading the bye week. We had four straight days of pads. We played Sunday, had Monday off, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday pad padded full padded practices. I've done that too. Big Jeff, training camp. 
Training camp 2.0. That's like bring back the regular season. Bring back the regular season. This is terrible. So, yeah, no, Andy Reid was great with that. You guys get a ton of rest, a ton of break. And it's nice because the mental aspect of it, you can shut down for a second. Yes. Because even the days off during a regular week, you're not shutting down. You're, you're still turning, going in. You're still getting yeah. treatment. You're still Mind is on. You're right on to the next thing. Uh, so it's nice to shut down and have that full week regroup. And I think guys come back that much better, and especially after a big win, like you said. So well, we, all, we all know what Andy Reid does after bye weeks. Um, his win percentage is through the roof. So um, I feel sorry for the Titans. <laughs> The Titans, uh, man. They got they they they're they're gonna have a fresh, regen re-energized team coming off a big win with, with Andy a big Reed. offensive performance. Yeah, with Andy Reid with this record that he has off of bye. Good mm. luck. Good luck, man. I would again the moment what we saw from this offense in this past game. Uh ooh, I would not want to be a defender looking at that tape. Like yeah. just come man, on. Get Orlando me. Brown had some big blocks that game too. Um a DB came on a corner blitz or something like I that. I saw this one. And then he knocked him down like he was a little bitty kid. And, like, <laughs> and, then, went, and then went after him more, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that type of stuff. And Trey yeah. Smith is always out there taking someone's lunch money. He's a bully, man. They all have a little nasty to them like, across the board. Yeah. And I know some of the lines I played against, usually there's one guy. Like, you were that guy. Incognito's that guy. You know, he always had one guy. But, like, this group. This whole group. It's a bunch of nasty dudes. They feed, the they, they feed off of each other. And I'm, yeah. like I said, I'm so happy that they went out and they played to their level that they're accustomed to playing because mm -hmm. I kind of got tired of the narrative. And I had to call it out last week because obviously we got a job to do. But right. these guys are good, man. They're, they're probably the best O-line in the league. I know they haven't put it all together yet, but sometimes it takes a little bit of time. Maybe guys weren't healthy. There's a lot of things that we don't know behind the scenes. Right. But I know when they're at full go, that's not an offensive line that I choose over the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, and you know what? This just clicked in my head, too. Th this offense is not easy. You know, no. like if you gave these guys power and ISO and uh, all these different, you know, runs uh, and just normal pass sets and, and all these things, I mean, this is not your typical offense that these linemen are playing in. I mean, yeah. I would hate to be dealing with power four or five, six times a game from this, you know, where they're just double teaming downhill, two backs. I mean, think about Trey and uh, um, Orlando. Are you talking about Creed? Creed, yeah. Creed yeah. and Trey. That double team at Noah's, forget. They're going to drive you 100 yards off the football. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a difficult it's a difficult offense. And like we said, it's, at the beginning of the year, it takes, even though we're getting in the middle of the season, takes some time to get going, the, the momentum going, working together, all of that. We talked about that. So, well, good stuff, Big Jeff. We're going into the bye week. Let's preview next week. We'll take our this will be a short episode. Yeah. We'll take our bye week this week. Talk to me though. I want to because we, we talked about this last week. The documentary on Amazon Prime that you did, Life After. Thomas yes. Jones is the producer, right? Yes, sir. TJ's the producer. We're gonna get into this and talk about this next week because this is a fun and important and interesting topic uh that doesn't always get a lot of coverage. And so yeah. You cool with that next week? We'll watch yeah, these episodes yeah. and come in and break it down. I, I think it's perfect to talk about that. One, it's some time off for the team, so we don't really got to talk about the opponent. But right. two, we're both guys that have made a transition from being in the NFL and the life after. And, and a lot of a lot of the time, guys are forgotten when they retire. Mm -hmm. And Thomas Jones said a quote was, you know, everyone's cheering for you, but when you retire, you don't hear those cheers and those claps anymore. And then you don't know where your validation comes for, from. Right. And you get lost as a human being and you're trying to find something that you have passion about like you did football. And that's hard. 
Um, I'm thankful that I was able to transition to entrepreneurship and it gives me that same challenge. It's hard as hell, super challenging. Day to day, there's always something new, but it's the same type of life that I lived while I played football. Right. It was the same type of challenge, getting knocked down, getting back up, figuring out a way to get better every single day. Um, mm. That's football and that's entrepreneurship. And that's why I've transitioned and haven't had as many issues as some other guys. But even with having this, it's still tough. You will that's never so have the game again. Um, and there's nothing like it. So I encourage everyone, if you, you haven't watched it yet, watch it this week before we come back next week. So you mm -hmm. have some insight. There's 12 retired players, um, eight episodes. Some guys share episodes, a multitude of stories, um, mm -hmm. all the same thing. We're all transitioning into our new lives. Yes, that's great, Big Jeff. So Chiefs Kingdom, make sure you check that out. Life After Amazon Prime. That's what we'll be talking about next week. Get caught up with us. And we'll have a really interesting and, and deep episode going into this bye week because I'm holding my tongue because I have so many things to talk about and say. Yes, and I'm sir. really excited um, to get hear your more about your experience as well, Big Jeff. So, all right, baby, we got the W into the bye week. Let's get some rest. We will see you next week, Chiefs Kingdom, here on One on One. Thank you for tuning in. Big Jeff, love you, brother. See you next love week. Love you too, man. Next week, brother.